Welcome to today's program, the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry radio program. I'm your host, Rick Rodriguez. I hope everyone had a wonderful Thanksgiving. Hope you've had a wonderful weekend. And I have been, I, uh, know that for the last two Sundays, I've had a guest, Evangelist Ron Perry on. We've been talking about the baptism of the Holy Spirit, also the gifts of the Holy Spirit, the weapons that God has given the body of Christ to wage warfare in the time in which we live. The warfare includes protecting ourselves from the attacks of the kingdom of darkness and then also having the ability to wage war through prayer on the kingdom of darkness, binding the strong man and setting captives free. I uh, had gone, the previous programs prior to uh, Brother Perry's being the guest, the programs were, I was talking about our calling, the callings of God. In America, in the evangelical churches, from what I've seen in the last few decades, there has not been much emphasis on a person's calling. And there is the knowledge of the gifts of the Holy Spirit, having a knowledge of all of these nine abilities, that is one thing having the experience of the gifts of the Holy Spirit is a completely different matter. Having an understanding of knowledge-wise of the callings of God on a Christian, the Christian in, the, in, our, in our lives, is one thing. Having the experience is a, a different matter. There's the knowledge side of all things spiritual, then there is the practical side. 
You have to have the knowledge of being born again, but you have to have the experience of being born again. You can have the knowledge of there being a God, but you have to have the revelation and experience of who God is. I'm going to one more time today present this matter of calling. I'm going to take my time because we are as a body of churches, seven churches in the world existing at the same time. All seven churches in the book of Revelation chapter 1, 2, and 3, we are all together as a family, each church accomplishing what has been ordained for that church to accomplish in the societies of the world internationally. Seven churches, seven completely different personalities, seven different plans. The evangelical churches in America are the seventh church, the young church. You have the suffering church in the world today, Smyrna, in experience. You have in the body of Christ still, in the Middle East, you have what you would call the churches in Ephesus, in their experiences, they've been standing, they've been, they've been, uh, they have their roots still in the deep teachings of Christ and in the locations in the Middle East still. You have the churches in Pergamos, which are the Greek, what we would call Greek, or the Orthodox churches throughout Central Asia, Eastern, Western, Eastern Europe, the Orthodox churches in China, India, in America. The fourth church, the church in Thyatira, the Catholic churches internationally. The fifth church, the church in Laodicea, the, the church in uh, Smyrna, the Lutheran churches internationally. The seventh church, the churches in Philadelphia, which would be the small group of believers that are holding fast to the word of God, to the name of God, that have true brotherly love toward their fellow Christian. And because of that, God has opened doors for them. And one of the main doors that have been opened to the churches in Smyrna in uh, Europe before they started to come to America back in the late 16, early 1700s, 1800s, was God opened, especially, especially the 1800s, late 17, early 1800s, God opened the doors 
to the knowledge of the Word, to the revelations of who God was, the doors were opened to Pergamos. I mean, to, to Philadelphia, not Pergamos. And then we have the churches of Laodicea, the final church. These are the churches, evangelical churches in America. I rehearse this because there are new listeners coming into the audience each week. The evangelical churches in America, a unique church, the youngest church, not quite 300 years old in that vicinity, but a dynamic church, educated church. We have received the best of, as a church, the best of the teachings of the men in Philadelphia, Schofield, these type of men. These were the men that you would say were in the church of Philadelphia, Darby, Schofield, Their teachings, their insight into the scriptures, there are others, many others, are what have made, their teachings have made the evangelical churches of America really uh, Bible knowledgeable. And many of the pastors in the evangelical churches in America have studied these men. Schofield studied their teachings, and that has been the foundation of the evangelical churches in the United States of America. We are a wealthy church. We are a, like I say, gifted. In the evangelical churches, you have the Pentecostal. You have the Pentecostals, you have the uh, Messianic, Messianic movement thrived in the United States of America. It's been thriving since the 60s, 70s, 80s, in the 90s here on the front range of Colorado, there was a, a big, it blossomed, many, many uh, Messianics coming out of the Fort Collins area, Loveland area all into Denver, all along the Front Range. Uh, many of the ones that initially began what you would call the, the Jewish movement of believers, many of them are, uh, if they're still alive, they're in their 80s. The owner of this station, initial, that Don Wiedemann, was in that group of, uh, uh, that assembly of men, that group of people. Joel Ehrlich. You have, uh, I forget, uh, some of the gentle, the, another Messianic teacher went into Denver. I'll think of his name in a second. Possibly. And then you have, uh, you know others, so, in the evangelical churches, then in California, a big explosion, explosion of messianic 
churches out there, Texas, East Coast. These really begin to explode in the Jesus movement of the 60s and 70s. You had the charismatic churches. There's a little bit of difference between the charismatics and the Pentecostals. The Pentecostals are, are very rooted in the gifts of the Holy Spirit, the teachings of Pentecostalism, the charismatics, not as they're, they're a little more leaning toward fundamental Christianity to some degree, still in the Pentecostal flavor, but not as deeply. These seven churches are going to close out this generation. We are at the end of the Bible prophecies. They are going to be, I believe, in my study, in my understanding of the way things are moving in the prophetic world. I say, and I've been saying that in the next nine to ten years, all the prophecies should be fulfilled. We are close to Israel's wars in the Middle East where she's going to reclaim her territory of the Jordan of, of the nation of Jordan on the east side of the Jordan River. Very soon she's going to possess that land once again. Once she, once she possesses it, Russia and Iran are going to come to attack Israel. Before that attack, as Israel goes into and engages in the early wars where she destroys Damascus and takes over the Gaza Strip and brings peace to the her surrounding areas in Lebanon, Syria, Jordan, to the south. Egypt won't be a problem. Egypt is actually going to, when Antichrist moves his forces into the Middle East, Egypt will attack engage with Antichrist and be defeated. I think it will be a nuclear attack. For 40 years, Egypt will not be able to be inhabited. But Israel will initially have her early wars. Following that, just, I don't know what the time line would be. I don't know if it would be a year. Russia and Iran would invade. We're getting to the point where now we're watching things happen quickly, develop quickly, talk of a global reset. The global reset means we're going to digital currency, a digital system that's in the Bible. You have the World Economic Forum with Klaus Schwab pushing the nations in Europe and the United States to put all the digital infrastructure in place so that that system runs smoothly. 
presently there is uh, talk of war in the Bosnian and the uh, Ukraine region once again in the ancient in the old Yugoslavia before it was broken up there's talk of war in that area again talk of war with NATO and Russia then we have China China has uh, pretty much stated to Xi Jinping that Taiwan is the objective of China presently. The objective is not South Korea. They don't want it. they don't want the car manufacturing base. They want the digital computer base. They want the base in Taiwan. Taking that base they get new technology, digital technology computer or a computer chip technology they want Taiwan China's chips what they're making are not as advanced and sophisticated as what is being made in Taiwan the same time once China invades Taiwan she gets the sea lanes between Taiwan and mainland China the South China Sea and she can re she can put a stranglehold on all the nations from India to the south all the way up through up to Japan put a stranglehold on the shipping lanes we're watching prophecy begin to you might say it might be the springtime for prophecy and everything is going to begin to grow and bloom and prophecy is going to be fulfilled. We Christians, because of the doctrine that has been part of evangelical Christianity, what I call uh, false doctrine, one of the main doctrines that the American evangelical Christian is divided upon there are many that lean toward this one thought that the Christian churches are not going to be here some say through the tribulation any part of the seven years of tribulation some think well we might be here for the first half of the tribulation but we won't be here in the second half when Antichrist comes to power because God would never let us suffer at the hands of Antichrist. More and more in the last 30, 40 years, people that have held that position have now realized and have changed that position. They believe and feel Scripture does state that the Christians will be here for the full seven years of tribulation. So there will not be a rapture. Then there are those that believe that we will be pre-wrath, raptured pre-wrath. 
Well, that is true. We will not be here when the wrath of God comes upon the nations of the world. But the wrath of God, the judgments do not begin until after the seven years of tribulation have expired. After the seven years, there'll be a brief period of time before the wrath of God begins. And it will be right after the seven years of tribulation has expired. It's ended. It's over. The timeline, exact day to the day, is finished. Then, probably within the next 30 days, I would say, within that 30 days, the resurrection, people call it the rapture, I call it the first resurrection. The first resurrection will take place of the body of believers. Everyone who is born again will be taken out of the world. And from the time of that resurrection, when every born again believer is taken to the clouds, to the judgment seat of Christ, to be rewarded, or fire will try their works, there will never again be a person who will ever experience being regenerated or born again or receiving the Holy Spirit within their human spirit. That experience for mankind is done eternally. It will never happen ever again. There will be a person that will be the final person to ever be born again. When that resurrection occurs to take us to the judgment seat of Christ, the body of Christ, that time of the seven churches is over. It is ended. There will be no Catholic church to go into the Millennial Kingdom, a Lutheran church, Greek churches, Evangelical churches, Pentecostal churches, Messianic churches. The churches, when they are taken to the resur in the resurrection, when all the believers in these seven churches, the church age has ended. It is finished. There will never again be a necessity for God's seven churches. The wrath of God is going to begin. It will be shortly thereafter that within that, probably that next, within the last 75 days after the 70th week or the seven years of tribulation ends, there will be a final 75 days. In that final 75 days, the rapture will occur. America, the great harlot of Babylon, Revelation chapter 17 and 18, will be destroyed. The war of Armageddon will take place. The sheep and the goats will be separated. The goats will be taken and judged. Antichrist will be thrown alive with the false prophet into the lake of fire and 
Christ will come from Basra. Maybe I'm not stating these in sequence, but I'm stating that in that 75 days, these all these things will happen. And I I didn't I don't have the timeline. I didn't bring that with me, but I'm just saying that in that 75 days, these items, these things that I'm mentioning, will take place. Christ will come from Basra to Armageddon to the wine press, and eventually. To right at the very end of that 75 days, the millennial kingdom, right at the end, the millennial kingdom will begin. The final end, the, the, the end of the sixth day, which we would call the sixth day in the book of Revelation, comes to an end. There will be no more work. Everything that needs to be done will be done in that six days. Christ will have no work, nothing left to do. All work will be finished, and the it will be a sabbatical year. We're going to go to a break. I'll be back in just a few minutes to continue. The Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Church, Rick Rodriguez. We'll be right back. We here at KHNC are looking for new conspiracy theories because all the old ones have become fact. This has been a public service announcement from KHNC. Called the glass doctor of Greeley. Foggy window panes, cracked or chipped windshields, glass shower installations. We do it. We do it good. Heavy equipment glass, home, business, or auto glass repair or replace. We do it real good. Called Glass Doctor of Greeley. Do it, do it good. Stupid robot. That cracks you up. Call the Glass Doctor of Greeley. 970-616-3100. That's 970-616-3100. Hi, my name is Vince with Serenity Painting and Decorating. Since 2010, painting residential and commercial locations. For a free estimate, please call Vince Rivera at 970-978-9565. Please ask about our free window cleaning after paint service. Again, 970-978-9565. Hi folks, I'm James Morgan, a realtor with Grisham & Associates, LLC. I know it must seem like there's a million realtors out there making all kinds of promises. Want to hear my big marketing promise? I promise honest and fair dealings with all those I do business with. That may sound old-fashioned, and it is not very catchy, but it is true. I am your Colorado real estate specialist. Farm, land, mountain cabins, or urban dwellings. When you work with my team, we'll get the right property for you and be upfront and honest with you every step of the way. Over the years, my clients have told me just that fact alone separates us from others in the industry. If you are considering buying or selling real estate, call me, James Morgan, at 720-203-0731 or visit my website at coloradoproperties.online. No catchy slogan, just a client-first, honest real estate experience. Hit it, girls. Keep listening to the American Freedom Network. I may not be a doctor, but I know this. You wouldn't leave your loved one in a box to collect dust and rust for 15 years, but you can do it to your gun. Just let me see it before it hurts the wrong someone. 
Chris Lewis here with My Favorite Gunsmith. I've been repairing and cleaning firearms for 15 years. I started My Favorite Gunsmith to make sure your freedom stick goes boom. So if you're having any issues, big or small, shoot me a text, give me a call, 970-776-0258. It's 970-776-0258. Hi everybody, Glenn Tate, co-host of Prepping 2.0. Shelby Gallagher here. Join us Saturdays at 9 a.m. Right here on 1360 KHNC. Where we bring you great ideas to take your preps to the next level. Oh, a happy day. Before I forget, podcasts for the programs are on 1360khnc.com. And then to the podcast, and then down to the, it opens up all the programs, then down to the Olive Tree program for today. The Jubilee year, there has been mystery surrounding the Jubilee year. When was the last Jubilee year? Well, that will be. In that last 75 days, at the end of that 75 days, the Jubilee year will begin. It will be, I believe, the final Jubilee year in the history of Israel. I don't see a need for Jubilee years in the Millennial Kingdom. In the Millennial Kingdom, the... uh, Jewish people will not really look to the exodus out of Egypt. That in in Israel's history, in their culture, that is a point of reference. But in the Millennial Kingdom, they will look to the time when the Messiah comes through the East Gate to be crowned king in Jerusalem. They will look to that. And the final exodus they will think about, which I think is in motion already, the Jewish people that are in the next six, seven, eight years, nine years, are going to become, are are going to begin an exodus out of the nations of the world back to Israel. Now, as they go back to Israel, Israel presently will not probably be able to, uh, I don't know if you want to say house, they need more land. This is the purpose of Israel once again expanding her inheritance into the nation of Jordan. Many of the Jewish people that are going to come and return to Israel will probably go to the area which is presently called Jordan. When Antichrist comes in the middle of the seven years, the Jewish people are told to go across the Jordan River, I'm sorry, yes, across the Jordan River into the nation of Jordan, which would be called Petra. 
with what I'm presenting, the there's something just unique has happened here in the last week, I think. And I'm going to get into the matter of calling, but I want to present this also. Throughout this country, it appears as if pastors in mainline denominations are beginning to resign. The pressure is too much. What's happening with not only the economy, with the sicknesses, with forced vaccinations, the attitude of the present government toward religious institutions. The pressure is too much for many of these shepherds or pastors, clergy. And they're beginning to resign. In the evangelical churches, I'll focus on the evangelical churches. Many of the young ones, 45 and younger, they are beginning to resign to leave their fellowships. Those that are 45 and above, the percentage is less, but still, many are beginning to leave. What did Christ say? What did he say in his comments in the book of John concerning the hirelings? Here's what he said. He that is a hireling and not the shepherd, whose own sheep are not, they see the wolf coming. They leave the sheep. They flee. And the wolf catches them and scatters the sheep. As these men are vacating their posts, wolves are going to come in. Wolves meaning people that are not even born again because they see an opportunity. Don't think that as pastors leave the churches that there aren't people within that assembly that have their eye on that position. That's in John 10 verse 12. Also now in John verse 13, 10, 13. The hireling flees because he is a hireling and has no care for the sheep. Over the last couple of years, as I've been on this program and other programs, I have talked about, used the example of Saul and King David. Saul was appointed by man. He, wasn't, he was appointed by God because the children of Israel wanted a king just like the other nations and Saul really uh, how did I phrase it Saul did everything for his own kingdom He didn't do things for the kingdom of God. He did things his way to establish the kingdom. 
took opportunity, latitude, to even take the position of the priest at one time. He felt that because he didn't have the speaking of God, he would go to a witch and inquire using the kingdom of darkness to bring Samuel back so he could get direction because he did not get direction directly from God. His direction had to come other ways, even using the occult. You have people in the body of Christ that are in positions in the assemblies that are not called by God. They are called by the will of man, the will of blood, the will of the flesh. There are men who see somebody that's talented and they raise these young men up that are talented and put them in position. I've been watching across America some of the older pastors that have had the big congregations as they're getting ready to retire their sons take over, like Oral Roberts, example, Schuler. And so by the will of blood, it's a family lineage. Then you have just some who come in. It's an occupation through the will of the flesh. But they're not there by the will of God. In the time that we're in, the people that have been ordained to these positions, regardless of what comes, those that have been ordained to responsible positions in the evangelical churches that have ordained by God will remain unless God allows them to go ahead and retire or or uh, step away. Peter, James, the apostles, they all, to the day they went to be with the Lord, they were active, taking care of the household of God. I uh, I know that in the mainline denominations, they don't worry in a sense too much about their income because they're going to be taken care of. But in the evangelical churches, there are these pastors that have made their they've made it a career. They're there for money. They're there for uh, a retirement. Yes, and their message. Their message is not really a strong message. Their message is just enough to keep the members in the pews. But there's a, a different, and I, I know, 
there's been a shift. I know there's a shift in the direction that God is taking with the body of believers in the evangelical churches in America. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. And I'm afraid that many of the believers have never really had the experience of the fear of the Lord. Like I said in Job 28.28, Behold the fear of the Lord, that is wisdom. To depart from evil, that is understanding. The children of God in the churches in America, I say overall, from my observation, do not fear God. They do not fear God. They don't know what it is to fear God. You don't need to fear God when you live in a nation that has the best of everything, that had the best of everything, in a nation that has the best medical profession, medical, medical care, which has changed. Job opportunities. Safety. You don't need the protection of God. You don't need to fear God because we live in a society that is safe to some degree. It's changed. There are the pastors of the land, for the most part, are not saying, prepare for hard times, prepare for tribulation. Don't believe, don't think. The pastors of the land, the false prophets, are saying that it's going to get better, that eventually we're going to be able to, changing things through the elections, turn things around in this country. This prophet says no. I don't like to use that title. But I know what God has called me to. I say things are going to get better. I say things, we are at the end of the world. I say Antichrist is already in the process of orchestrating events that are going to put him in power Again, I say, and the pastors of the land refuse to tell God's children that America is in the Bible. They refuse to tell God's children that this nation is Babylon the Great of the end of the world. There are two Babylons. Christians for 20 years have been stating 30 years that Iraq, the ancient Babylon, is going to be reestablished as the coming Babylon of the end of the world. No. 
The Bible talks about ancient Babylon and end of the world Babylon. One Babylon sits in the center of a desert. The other end of the world Babylon sits between two oceans, the Atlantic and the Pacific. But the pastors of the land do not want to tell God's children that America is in the Bible. They do not want to tell God's children that many of these men who have made their living off of writing books about this heresy of a rapture, they know that there is not going to be a rapture, an early rapture. They know that the children of God are going to go through seven years of, tri of tribulation. They know it. They know that God's children in that seven years of tribulation are going to be martyred. The great martyrdom of the believers in the body of Christ is going to take place in that seven years, especially the last three and a half. It's in Revelation chapter 6. It's so severe that even from the grave, these Christians that are persecuted are going to cry out, How long, Lord, is it going to be? How long will you wait? When are you going to avenge what happened to us? When are you going to bring judgment on the wicked? They're in the grave. The pastors of the land don't want to talk about Bible prophecy. They don't want to say that the end is coming. Their careers. It is very difficult to be a uh, person that God has called into responsible positions, it's, it's difficult to not look at the opportunity financially that a person can have being a pastor of a church. If the person is dynamic, eloquent, handsome, fits in, they will go far. Doesn't matter what race. White, Hispanic, black, Asian. Doesn't matter. If you have the right abilities, you're going to be able to do well financially. We're going to be right back. Kids. When making those cool motorcycle sounds when riding your bikes, don't use your baseball or even your Pokemon cards because they may be worth money someday. Instead, use that embarrassing baby picture that your mom took of you in that ridiculous outfit. But when she finds out, you didn't hear that from us. Another friendly reminder from 1360 KHNC, the roar of the Rockies. Always wear your helmet. Is the driveway made of fruit leather, or has the apple stopped appling? 
If your half of a 100-foot cottonwood tree just needs a haircut, call Affordable Tree Service North at 970-568-6898. We have saved many trees everyone else said was dead. I'll show offs. Hey, you're not in this one either. From fire mitigation, bushes, trees, to bees, that's 568-6898. God bless us. Reasons to Own Gold. Brought to you by the Patriot Trading Group at allamericangold.com. Reason number 647. Most people don't even know that the courts have already ruled. Once money is deposited into the bank, the bank owns the money, and the depositor is merely an unsecured creditor of the bank. Which means if the bank goes under, you get paid last. After the financial crisis, instead of breaking up too big to fail, the government and the Federal Reserve created Dodd-Frank and made too big to fail banks even bigger while putting your deposits more at risk. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group. To learn more, visit us at allamericangold.com or call us at 800-951-0592. Do you want amazing Greek food with a great atmosphere and customer service? Well, Cafe Athens has got your back. Call them at 970-619-8467. Kerry and his team are great supporters of our station, so give them a try right away. They have everything from gourmet burgers, heroes, and overall quality Greek food. Located at the Promenade Shops at Sentara in Loveland. Again, call 970-629-8467. The best traditional Greek food in northern Colorado. Hi, Amber with Two Girls in a Broom here. Hey, cleaning, we love it. Two Girls in a Broom LLC offering residential and commercial cleaning services in Fort Collins, Colorado and surrounding areas. Call us today, 719-216-1143. Providing basic clean, deep clean, wet cleans or Airbnb services. Let Two Girls in a Broom LLC do the work. We'll take care of you and all your cleaning needs. Call us today, 719-216-1143. My contact information is Olive Tree Ministry, P.O. Box 872, Longmont, Colorado, 80502. Again, that is Olive Tree Ministry. You can write the full Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry if you want, or just Rick Rodriguez. P.O. Box 872, Longmont, Colorado, 80502. I, uh, and the podcasts also are on 1360khnc.com. And during the week, I host the Present Truth programs Monday through Thursday from 2 to 3. In the next hour, I am going to talk about the matter of calling because calling, you have been called. What have you been called to? Many things. But one of the things you have been called to is to live at the end of the world, at the end of the cosmos, at the end uh, at the end of the time where the the satanic kingdom, the cosmos, 
will be at its peak. And the end of the power of the devil's rule over the nations, we are now beginning to realize that God is, like he stated in Hebrews chapter 12, at one time he shook the earth, but in these days he's going to shake not the earth only, but the heavens also. The heavens, the shaking of the heavens began at the time that the Apostle Paul wrote Hebrews. But now, where we are in time, the shaking of the heavens, the powers that rule in the air, are being shaken. And when you're seeing the chaos in the world, in the kingdom of darkness, the chaos, and the hatred of God in the world, this would be the condition. Just like in the days of Noah, so shall it be in the days of the coming of the Son of Man. The hatred of God will once again be a sign that we are at the end of the world. That is one thing that happened at the time of Noah. No fear of God, mocking God, mocking God's people, who they mocked Noah. The disbelief, unbelief that everything that was happening was going to end. Well, and the God hatred. The God hatred of the nations. It talks about in Psalm chapter 2. Why do the heathen rage? Why do the people imagine a vain thing? Why are they raging? Because the children of the world have a sense that something is happening spiritually and it involves God. They don't like it. And they don't want it. They don't want this son of the king to rule over them. We'll continue in the next hour. Rick Rodriguez be right back. Hey man, pass the battle over. Take a couple of hits off the My Kind CBD. Get your CBD by going to 1360KHNC.com and click on the shopping button, man. <laughs> Silly Jamaican, there's no THC in this product. It's certified THC-free. Just go to the website, 1360KHNC.com, click the shop. You're listening to the Roar of the Rockies, KHNC, 1360 AM, Johnstown, Greeley, Loveland, Fort Collins. Rocky Mountain News Network, I'm Ted Werbin. Five teenage suspects arrested in recent shootings at a pair of Aurora high schools. The incidents wounded nine students at Hinkley and Aurora Central High. Since the shootings earlier this month, community leaders have been calling for change. On Saturday, city and school officials said they're trying something new. Starting Monday, Aurora Public Schools high schoolers won't be allowed to go off campus for lunch anymore. There will also be an increased police presence on campuses there. City and community officials gathered Saturday morning for a prayer vigil at a local park. Superintendent Rico Munn, Police Chief Vanessa Wilson, and Mayor Mike Kaufman were all there to lend their support, calling for an end to gun violence among young people. An update on an Elbert County traffic accident that claimed two lives on Saturday morning. 
Those drivers have been partially identified as a 27-year-old man from Denver and a 26-year-old man from Elizabeth. A Hyundai driven by the Denver resident started to drift off the right side of State Highway 86, according to the State Patrol and the Sheriff's Office. When the driver corrected to get back on the road, he veered into oncoming traffic, colliding head-on with the Elizabeth man's Ford Mustang. I'm Jim Williams. In sports, it was championship weekend for most Colorado high school footballers. Friday night, the six-man title went to number one Cheyenne Wells, beating number two Stratton 62-21 for its first championship ever. The eight-man champs are from Haxton. They shot out Mancos 40 to nothing to win the Bulldogs' first title in 17 years. On Saturday afternoon, Centauri knocked off three-time defending champ Lyman 24-21 to grab the Falcons' first single-A title after losing championship games in 2013 and 17 and getting beaten in the semis the last three seasons. Saturday evening, unbeaten season-long number one Eaton rolled to its second consecutive 2A championship, topping seventh-seeded Brush Beat Diggers. I'm Ted Werbin. Family-friendly vacations, a weekend with the boys, or a romantic getaway. You will find it in Wyoming's Carbon County. Winter favorites include museums, mineral hot springs, snowmobiling, cross-country skiing, and snowshoeing. You'll enjoy an array of lodging, dining, and entertainment options. All the fun set against the West's favorite backdrop. Plan your trip at wyomingcarboncounty.com forward slash travel safe. That's wyomingcarboncounty.com forward slash travel safe. Get your West on. If you want the best rate for your mortgage, look no further than American Financing. Because at American Financing, they're in it for you, creating custom loans designed around your goals. Whether it's a lower rate, access to cash, or even a new home purchase, they've got you covered. No pressure and no upfront or hidden fees. Call 303-695-7000 or visit AmericanFinancing.net. NMLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. Hello, I'm Jessica Autry with the TC Group, 970-396-2404, your Colorado native realtor with 10 years real estate and property management experience. Whether you're looking to buy, sell, rent, or list your rental, I can help. Just call me at 970-396-2404 or email me at jessellenrealestate at gmail.com. A lot of radio stations boast about having two, three, four, five hundred thousand listeners. But what they don't tell you is the average listener only listens for four minutes. A song plays they don't like, same old boring commentary, or worse yet, as soon as the commercial starts playing, they change the station. Here at 1360 KHNC, our listeners listen longer, a lot longer. We have one of the longest time spent listening in the industry. That means our listeners don't change the dial when the commercial starts playing because they don't want to miss what our hosts have to say next. Advertise with 1360 KHNC and have your message be heard. Call us at 970-587-5003. We also have the best rates in Colorado. 970-587-5003 or 1360KHNC.com. Due to the responses to our Ostrafarian CBD commercial, here's a message from Arnold. I don't know what the big deal is. I just try to use a little accent and sell some CBD and people get all upset at me. I just want to sell CBD. 
Buy CBD now. Now. Buy it now. To buy or find my kind CBD products, just go to the website, 1360khnc.com. Click on the shop. Continue with the second hour of the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church. I'm your host, Rick Rodriguez. And welcome back. For the podcasts, you can go to 1360khnc.com and then to the podcast section. Now, I know that when you go into 1360khnc, you will see on the uh, you'll see that you can go to the podcast or you can go to the station directly. Sometimes if you go to the podcast, you can't go back with maybe a program or two. But if you go to the actual station website, click on that, open to the station website, then to the podcast, you can go back as far back as you want. So it's, it's funny. I've noticed that sometimes I, can't, I can only go back a few programs if I hit the podcast section before I open up to the to the uh, station. Thought I'd let you know that. As I finished out the last hour, we have been called to the time that we live in. There, God will not repent for calling you. He will not apologize for allowing you to live in the time that we're in. He is not going to apologize to you for what you're going to have to go through in the future. With the prophets of Israel, number one, the prophets knew always that God was sovereign. There were no mistakes. There was always a directive and intention a plan that God intended for the people throughout all the generations. God is sovereign. The reason you are living today is because God made that decision for you. You had no say in the matter. God is sovereign. If you're male or female, you have no say. God is sovereign. If you are poor or wealthy, in between, whatever your financial, where you sit on the financial scale, God is sovereign. Your race, whether you're black, Hispanic, Asian, white, Indian, it does not matter. The rule of the prophets, God is sovereign. He never makes a mistake. 
through what you have gone through in your life. From the time you're born, many people have a spirit of blessing upon their lives. Other people, it appears, have a spirit or a curse upon their lives. Well, there can be curses because of generational curses on an individual. But, please, if you see it from God's perspective, God is sovereign. Now, is it God's intention that a person that has been born basically under a curse stay under that curse? No. God will keep you and move you in time to free you from that curse. But is that biblical? Well, when Christ came, what did he do? He went into a region where great light sprang up, into a, a region where there were bondages, where there were satanic, demonic, evil things that have happened to the people at that time. Great light has sprung up. Well, this is what happens when you meet Christ. You may be under these curses and bondages. God's intention is that you will learn the lessons in the spiritual world if you have the best teachers. And this is a key. Having men that have been called by God, number one, that have been called by God as a minister, as a pastor, teacher, evangelist, prophet, apostle. Yes, there will be apostles, very few. You can't just take the name apostle or the title of a prophet. No, it's not how it works in God's kingdom. They'll be exposed. Being called by God. There are the pastors in the evangelical churches that are called by God. Pray for them. If you are in an assembly and the pastor, you start to sense that it's not been called by God. If you stay, the companion of fools suffers harm. You're in the companion of a fool. You better get out. We're changing as a church. We have been a church where big assemblies, medium-sized assemblies, good assemblies, some of them, not all. But if you can see what is happening in the world and the hand of God upon this society and upon the family of God, you're going to see that the time of these massive, these big assemblies is over. They're struggling to stay big. No. They'll, they'll, they still have a purpose presently. But eventually, as, the, as we go into hard times, it's going to be smaller groups of believers. Two and three. That's small. But even though it may be two or three, you still have the power through your unity to move mountains. You have that ability individually. You will have that ability collectively with two or three. If you gather in the name 
of the Lord. There is a shift from big to small. God is sovereign. You cannot accuse God. You can't. Once you start praising God and worshiping Him for His sovereignty and His sovereign hand in your life, it honors Him, brings honor to Him, and it opens the heavens to you individually. God is sovereign. Secondly, God gives all of us our inheritance. God gave Israel a portion of land as her inheritance. The prophets in the Old Testament and the thinking of the apostles in the New Testament, Israel was given an inheritance by God that was an eternal possession. Well, not eternal in the sense of eternity, but through time, Israel has a inheritance that belongs to her. Presently, she's only been able to stay in a part of the world, in a small area, though she owns and is the heir of other territories and other acreage, she still is confined to the west of the Jordan River. That time is going to change. She owns the land all the way to the Euphrates River. But firstly, she's going to get the nation of Jordan. And then eventually in the Millennial Kingdom, she'll have all the way through Iraq to the Jordan River. God gives us, the nations, their land. There are restrictions with the nation of Israel. Israel cannot expand her borders through military conquest. It is forbidden by God for her to do that. She has been given a portion that is all she gets, nothing more. We individually have been given a portion by God. It takes the Holy Spirit to show you individually what your portion is. And with your portion, you will be happy. With what God, if you will accept God's sovereignty and the portion He has given you, you will be content, you will be blessed, you will be psychologically well, spiritually well, physically well. Everyone around you will be blessed. It's one of the commandments. Don't covet what your neighbor has. If you're living spiritually under the constraint and the blessings of the Holy Spirit, under His, what He has given you, if you are content with what He has given you, it is more than enough. Having a lot, much, great wealth can be a curse. You will be blessed if you are under the power of the Holy Spirit to protect that what is in your hand. Whether you have a little or whether you have a lot, be content with it. Paul talks about that in his epistle. 
We're to be content. Thirdly, with the prophets, God puts sanctions, negative and positive sanctions, on His people. There were positive and negative sanctions on Israel. When Israel was in harmony with the requests of God, they were absolutely blessed. Their harvests were great. There was peace in the land. There was no disease. When they were at harmony with God in His requests for them and His desires for them, they were totally, truly, truly great. But when they began to take lightly God's requests and His laws and His commandments and His, His protections, then they began to suffer. And God said one of the great uh, judgments will be you're going to be removed out of your land. I gave you an inheritance, you'll be removed out of it. You go to the nations. The nations, you have to live with the, the nations. They won't be kind to you. They will treat you like you would never want to be treated. With each of us, we also have sanctions on our lives. I have sanctions that God has placed on me. Things that I am not allowed to do. Ever. These sanctions were placed on me when I was young. When I gave my, my life to the Lord when I was 25. God put sanctions on my life. Never again was I to commit fornication. Never again was I to ever be drunk. Never again was I ever to use illegal drugs. These sanctions were exact. They were strong. When God spoke these to me, He meant it. And I understood the meaning and what God, uh, how God meant it. And the reason I knew that is because I remember my father. There were things that my father would say, you are not going to do this. Do you understand? And I'd say, yes, Dad. And he'd ask me again, do you understand? Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Period. Things were not going to happen. I was not going to do certain things. And when God told me and put those restrictions and sanctions on me, that was it. Most, many, much, a lot, a bunch, I'm using different words, in the family of God in America, many of the believers have never had restrictions put on them. They have, but they never understood the restrictions and why. My restrictions were because I didn't realize that in the future I would be in ministry.
God was keeping me, protecting me, so that I would... I, by Paul told Timothy, if you're going to be a bishop, here are the qualifications. So I didn't know what my future would hold, but I knew that my future was going to be deeply, deep, a deep, deeper, I couldn't imagine how deep, I, I knew it was deeper than I could imagine, actually. My walk with the Lord. I knew my walk with the Lord would be forever, and it would always be deep. It would always be forward. It would never be uh, put on hold. There'd be no... Uh, I knew that there would not be any budging on God's part. The qualifications for those that are to be in positions of responsibility are very clear. Bishops, deacons, very clear. Many of the men in the responsible positions in the evangelical churches are not qualified. They shouldn't be in these positions. I pray, and I have prayed, that men in the area of where I am responsible that are not called by God, I ask God to remove them. Lord, if they're not ordained by you, not called by you, move them out because they're doing great damage to the body of Christ. If they're there because they're hirelings, by the will of the man, by the will of man, by the will of the flesh, by the will of blood, move them out. Move them out. Protect the assemblies. Protect these people. Find a place for them where they can feed, where they can grow. I don't want people to just... You don't want to plant wheat to just have the plant. You want the wheat to produce more wheat. You don't want to, if you're a rancher, you don't buy cattle so that the cattle just stay calves. The objective is that they grow and become, you know, bulls and the milk cows that they're mature. That's God's objective with his children, that we grow that we produce, that we're fruitful. I pray for those that God puts in positions that are called by God, that God protect them, that He keeps them. And I know that if they're called by God, they're going to take care of the people in their assemblies. This is the, 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 the pure desire of God with men who are responsible, that have been called to these positions of responsibility. I don't even like to use the word pastor because the word's almost contaminated because of the men that have ruined what that position is. I don't even like to sometimes talk about prophets because there are so many men out there and women out there that are prophets and I I can it just makes me sick when I watch what they're doing 
what they're saying. Their doctrine is, I have to say their doctrine is uh, contaminated. It's not pure. So with the prophets, number one, God is sovereign. If you have not been called to positions of responsibility, don't try, don't uh, move in that direction. If you have not been called, do not do it. You are going to interfere with the growth of people. It is God's will that you know His will. It is God's will that you find the place where He has asked you to be. He places the members in the body, every one, as He pleases, as He as uh, as it pleases Him. We don't like to necessarily do it God's way. This is a sanction. God wants to protect His crop. His field, his, those in His pasture. It's not about the individual. The Holy Spirit is mustering an army for the time that we live in. Counting. He's mustering. Mustering means to count. King David counted, mustered the army of Israel. But he did it in, a, in, in the flesh. And it cost him. It cost the lives of, I forget how many thousands of, of Israelites. But now, this time at the end of the world, God is mustering. He is counting within his family. He is looking to see who is going to be part of, who has been, who is willing to stand and who will be able to face what is coming in a, in a in an assembly in the family of God there is a term in the old testament i think it's in isaiah women with tender feet they're so the the Women were, they couldn't go barefoot. They were tender. It's an analogy. In America, Christians are so tender-footed, any hardship that comes, they faint. Any hardship that comes, they complain. By the power of the Holy Spirit, this is how we are going to be victorious. By the power of the Holy Spirit, this is how we are going to go into the time that's coming. We cannot change it. We cannot stop it. I, I, I told my wife last night, I don't know what's happening, but I know... That there is a change taking place, I think, 
probably across the country with men that are called to, I don't even know if the many of the pastors use the kind of terminology I use. We're going to close out the age. I say that. There was a church age that was new, freshly born, freshly introduced into the world. It has been moving in the world for 2,000 years. But it has to come to an end. It has a a uh, lifespan. It is time sensitive. At the end of the 2,000 years, it ends. We are going to end the age. We are watching the end of the age. The men, many of the men in positions in this nation do not have that thought, do not have that revelation. They do not realize how far into the day we are, into the age. We're at the end of the dispensation. We're at the very, very edge of the cliff, at the end. God is going to wake them up. God is going to wake them up. We'll be back in just a few minutes. Hang on. Be careful when you're dealing with a conspiracy theorist. You may end up with a whole lot more truth than you're used to handling. This has been a public service announcement from KHNC. Do you need your fireplace clean? Not sure if your fireplace is working right or not sure if the fireplace is efficient? Call Abundant Flame at 970-966-0217 to schedule your appointment. We service all brands of gas fireplaces, freestanding and built-ins, pellet stoves, wood fireplaces, and electric fireplaces. Visit us at Abundant-Flame or call 970-966-0217. No people will tamely surrender their liberties, nor can any be easily subdued when knowledge is diffused and virtue is preserved. On the contrary, When people are universally ignorant and debauched in their manners, they will sink under their own weight without the aid of foreign invaders. Samuel Adams. Hi listeners, Jack here. The Hunting and Sportsman Gun Show is Northern Colorado's premier event in 2021. These shows feature dozens of vendors that guarantee the best selection of guns and ammo in Northern Colorado. From the Loveland Outlet Mall to Island Grove Park in Greeley. For show dates, locations, or table reservations, visit PEShows.com. That is PEShows.com. While you're out, visit Harsh Outdoors at 600 Oak Avenue in Eaton, Colorado. They carry a full line of ATVs, UTVs, mowers, trimmers, sprayers, and chainsaws from Husqvarna, DR, Generac, and EasyGo. Whether you have a half an acre or 1,000, they carry the equipment you need. They always have a full-line gun store with lots of firearms, ammo, safes, and accessories. Check out HarshOutdoors.com. That's HarshOutdoors.com. Backyard or Back 40, Harsh Outdoors has got you covered. 
buy gold just about anywhere in the world from all kinds of different dealers. So why do you use the Patriot Trading Group? 20 years of service, just like that. A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, just like that. Lowest prices, just like that. No solicitation, just like that. Buying or selling, just like that. For all your gold and silver needs, call the Patriot Trading Group at 800-951-0592. Just like that. We here at KHNC are looking for new conspiracy theories because all the old ones have become fact. This has been a public service announcement from KHNC. We don't have a choice. You don't have a choice. You weren't, you didn't have any say in the matter of being here at this time in the world. God is sovereign. God puts sanctions on his people. It is his way. It's always been his way. When God wants something, he will come initially and make a request. And again and again and again. But if we don't respond to him, then there are going to be sanctions, negative or positive. Calling. This is the reason why to understand your calling. As I stated the first hour, pastors throughout the country in the evangelical churches have never really given the children of God maybe in a study the importance of your calling the importance of knowing your calling the importance of knowing why you have been apprehended why did God apprehend why did he apprehend you yes to save you from eternal perdition yes to help you in time but he has a purpose for his eternal purpose, just like the children of the devil. The devil needs people. The devil needs an army. God needs an army also. Romans chapter 1, verses 1 through 3. Paul, a servant of Jesus Christ, called to be an apostle. It was something ordained for him. Many would like to be apostles if it has not been ordained, which it most likely has not been. Don't plan. Don't assume that you are an apostle. Don't assume that you are called to be a pastor. We can all teach. We can all pastor. But as far as the position, if you haven't been called, don't strive. It's like chasing wealth. Wealth will grow wings and fly away. Separated unto the gospel of God, which he had promised before by his prophets in the Holy Scriptures. 
concerning his son Jesus Christ our Lord, which was made of the seed of David according to the flesh. Romans 1, 5-7 By whom you have received grace and apostleship for obedience to the faith among all nations for his name. Among whom are you the called of Jesus Christ? You are the called of Jesus Christ. You're not the called of Caesar. You're not the call. You weren't called by something earthly, natural, but Jesus Christ. To all that be in Rome, beloved of God, called to be saints, called to be saints, to be pure, to be holy. Grace to you, peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Romans 8, 27 through 9. 27 through 29. He that searches the hearts knows what is the mind of the Spirit because he makes intercession for the saints according to the will of God. We know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are the called according to His purpose. His purpose. God has His purpose. You have your purpose but you're called according to His purpose. For whom He did foreknow, He did predestinate to be conformed to the image of His Son, that He might be the firstborn among many brethren. Romans 8, 29-31. For whom He did foreknow, He did predestinate, again, to be conformed to the image of His Son, that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. Moreover, whom he did predestinate, them he also called. And whom he called, them also he justified. And whom he justified, them he also glorified. You were called from the foundation of the world. You were called before you were even born, before the earth rotated on its axis, before water. You were already called. And his intention was that you would be justified, which now that you're born again, you are justified. Now that you're justified, you're also going to be glorified. Verse 31, Romans 8, 31. What shall we say to these things? If God be for us, who can be against us? Who can be against us? You look at the testimony of the apostles. Because they were called and ordained in their apostleships the grace that they needed in the world in which they would live and the responsibilities that they would carry out they had the hand of God, the power of God, what all that they needed they had with them. Romans 9, 25-27 As he said in uh, Hosea, 
I will call them my people who were not my people and her who and her beloved which was not beloved. We are the Gentiles. We were at one time were not God's people. We were not his beloved. But now we are his people. We are his beloved along with the Jewish people that are born again. Verse 26, It will come to pass that in the day where it was said unto them, You are not my people, there shall they be called the children of the living God. You are called children of the living God. We're so much into our Christianity that we forget these realities. We're called the children of God, the children of the living God. 1 Corinthians 1 through chapter 1, verses 1 through 3. Paul called again to be an apostle of Jesus Christ through the will of God, through the will of man, through the will of blood, through the will of the flesh. No, through the will of God. Unto the church, which is at Corinth, to them that are sanctified in Christ Jesus, called to be saints. Once again, we're called to be saints, members of the family of God, holy vessels, righteous people in the family of God, with all that in every place call upon the name of Jesus Christ our Lord, both theirs and ours. 1 Corinthians 1, 8-10 Who shall confirm you unto the end that you may be blameless in the day of our Lord Jesus Christ. That day is coming. The day of the Lord Jesus Christ. That day is coming. God is faithful by whom you were called, you were called unto the fellowship of His Son Jesus Christ our Lord. You were called unto the fellowship. This isn't the fellowship of some earthly king. You have been called to the fellowship of the Son of God Almighty. The fellowship of the Son Jesus Christ our Lord. Not common. I beseech you brethren by the name of our Lord Jesus Christ that you all speak the same thing that there be no divisions among you, but that you be perfectly joined together in the same mind and the same judgment. 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 23 through 25. We preach Christ Jesus, or I'm sorry, we preach Christ crucified unto the Jews as a stumbling block, unto the Greeks foolishness. The Jewish people, it is a stumbling block to talk about Yeshua. To the Greeks, it's foolishness. But unto them which are called, both Jews and Greeks, Christ, the power of God and the wisdom of God. Christ, the power 
of God and the wisdom of God. You're going to need the power of God in the future. You're going to need the wisdom of God in the future. I'm going to continue, you know, I'm going to have uh, our the friend, evangelist, or, or brother Ron Perry on in future programs. There's the knowledge of the baptism of the Holy Spirit. There's the experience of the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Two different things. I know what a Mercedes Benz is, but to be in a Mercedes Benz, now I have the experience. There was a car driving by, and that's the first thing I thought of. Sorry. Then, there's the knowledge of the nine gifts of the Holy Spirit. There's knowledge of the nine virtues of the Holy Spirit. So you can have the knowledge of the gifts, the knowledge of the word of wisdom, the gift of faith, the gift of tongues, all these gifts. But the experience is different. To have the experience and to operate in those abilities is different than just knowing. Same with the virtues. You know what the virtues are, but to have the experience of the virtues and live in those virtues and the the enjoyment and the peace and the safety dwelling in the virtues of the Holy Spirit. Christ is the power of God and Christ is the wisdom of God. Verse 25. 1 Corinthians 1, 25. Because the foolishness of God is wiser than men, the weakness of God is stronger than men, but we preach Christ crucified unto the Jews a stumbling block, unto the Greek foolishness. See that your calling, brethren, you see your calling, brethren, how not many wise after the flesh, not many mighty, not many noble are called. Not many mighty, not many noble are called. What this means is, for eternity, these individuals will be punished. Calling, don't think calling is just, well, I've been called and I'm in the family of God and I made it. That's really not a good way to think about it. We are called, we barely escaped eternal punishment. Barely, barely avoided. And even it wasn't because we made the decision. It was because God made the choice for us before we were even born, before we were created. Why us? Why not noble the noble? Why not the wise? Why did God, how did, when did God choose us? When did He make that decision? In eternity past, the Godhead, 
in a conference. They're visiting. They're communicating. And they're looking at time in the future. And they're making decisions on, well, who's going to be born at the end of the world before the hardships come? Are they going to be, this person going to be male or female? Are they going to live in America? Should we make them live in Canada? Will they be in Europe? And in Europe, what nation? Greece? Spain? England? Or maybe Germany? How about Russia? Germany or Russia? Or maybe Chinese? And where will they be born in China? God is sovereign. The ways of God are beyond our understanding. Male or female? How tall? As you look into the things of God and you, and you let the Holy Spirit direct you, the mysteries, marvelous. <clears throat> this is a mystery that we were called to this time of all times. And in the sovereign hand of God, you're listening to this program in this area at this time, Sunday after Thanksgiving, 2021. Above all people, I am a very blessed person. I'm going to tell you why I'm blessed. Because I know my calling. I know when my the length of my days. Some people don't want to know the length of the days. They don't know, want to know what the end is going to be. They don't want to look into the future. With God, I am so at peace. I know when my end. I know my end. I know how far out. I know my calling. I know what God has asked me to do. I have watched God working with me in the past. I go back to the treasures that I received years ago in Christ. Treasures new and old. Remember the parable? Going back to when I first met the Lord, remembering the boldness I had because I had the power of the Spirit of the Lord on me. I was in a good assembly. Assembly that loved God assembly that was great and deep in the Word of God. Uh, we would sit in Berkeley, California, uh, underneath these little trees that had red flowers, and I don't know the smell, reading the Word of God on the lawn, praying, praising, walking up and down these streets, praising the Lord, right by the, uh, the, the uh, assembly of uh, Mario Murillo. He had his church there on Telegraph Avenue. Mario Murillo praising the Lord, and we could hear them singing inside. We'll be right back. Hi, this is Ron Tafoya, owner of New Method Cleaners, Northern Colorado's oldest dry cleaners, family-owned and operated since 1970. We use the latest non-toxic green cleaning systems and state-of-the-art tensioning units to assure a quality and consistent finish. Located in Severance and Fort Collins, from wedding gowns to sleeping bags, we do it all. 
for info and directions, call us at 970-775-0623. Again, 970-775-0623. Are you an expert in your field? Do you want to educate your fellow man? Or have you always just wanted to be on the radio? Here at 1360 KHNC, you can do just that by hosting your own radio show. Looking to grow your business or share your thoughts and opinions or simply bragging to your friends that you have your own radio show. For more information, call us at 970-587-5003 or email us at contact at 1360khnc.com. Dehibo Tea Club's original pure Pouty Arco Super Tea comes from the only tree in the world that fungus does not grow on. So it naturally has antifungal, antiviral, antibacterial, anti-infection, anti-inflammation, and anti-parasite properties. But maybe more importantly, Dehibo Tea Club's original pure Pouty Arco Super Tea builds corpuscles in the blood which carry oxygen to our organs and cells. Our organs and cells need oxygen to regenerate themselves. The immune system needs oxygen oxygen to develop and cancer happens to die in oxygen. The tea is great for healthy people and it can truly be miraculous for someone fighting a potentially life-threatening disease due to an infection, diabetes, or cancer. Dehebo Tea Club's original pure Pouty Arco Super Tea is only $34.95 plus shipping. Order now at DehiboTeaClub.com, 818-610-8088. Dehebo is spelled T-A-H-E-B-O. DehiboTeaClub.com, 818-610-8088. Hi, my name is Mindy Faulkner with Harmony Senior Referrals. My number is 720-934-7740. We are a senior placement agency that helps families find the right assisted living, memory care, and independent living for their loved ones. We put together the puzzle pieces of care needs, geography, and finances to find the right fit. We do emergency placements in as little as 24 hours at no cost to you. Again, I'm Mindy Faulkner, 720-934-7740. By now, you know how good CBD can be for you. But here's some things CBD can't help you with. Those annoying calls about your car's warranty expiring. Gay frogs or racist cows. Climate coaches or that undying devotion to Alex Jones. This has been a friendly reminder from your friends at 1360 KHNC, the roar of the Rockies. So it's important, if God feels it's important that you know your calling, that you understand why you were apprehended, if God feels that it's important for you to understand these things, then who are we to challenge the Lord? Why would we have a... uh, Well, why would we just challenge Him? If it's important, it's important. Especially now, in the time that we're in. It's very, very important that we know what it is God has called us to do why he has apprehended us, what the plan is for us. The plan is in the prophetic word. The plan shows you your future through the prophetic word. 
the 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 uh, map going forward through this year into next year and the year following is in the prophetic word. The reason for the prophetic word is so that not so that you will live in fear and torment and tremble. No, it's that you will realize that if there was ever a time that you begin to get your roots deeper in the experience, and I don't mean religion, I mean in the experience of who the Lord is as your God, as the one who is involved with everything you do daily, the one who strengthens you, the one who speaks to you, who gives you direction, the one who gives you wisdom, the one who will give you power. As you get to know, firstly, who he is, how he speaks to you, what are his sanctions, what is he pleased with in your life, what he is displeased with. As you get to really get to know God and He knows your personality. He knows you and He speaks to you through your personality, through what you like, through your what you don't like, what pleases you, what displeases you. He knows your personality. Do you know His personality? Uh, are you... I mean, it's so intricate that it's an individual matter with each person. With myself. Never, ever thinking that I would be on this station knowing personally what I know about the world in which we live. There is no way without God's permission, without His direction, directive, that I would even be on this station. You have to know what His will is for your life. It's His will that you know His will. It's time that we really begin to pray to know His will. We'll be back for the third hour. When dealing with a worldwide pandemic, remember to avoid, distance, and alienate yourself from friends, family, and neighbors. That way, when the crisis is over, no one will ask you to help them move, to borrow money, or bother you for a cup of sugar ever again. After all, who needs community anyway? This has been a public service announcement. Have a lonely, I mean lovely day. You're listening to the Roar of the Rockies, KHNC, 1360 AM, Johnstown, Greeley, Loveland, Fort Collins. Rocky Mountain News Network, I'm Ted Werbett. New Omicron variant of COVID-19 has not been detected yet in the U.S., but Colorado hospitals have already got their hands full with the Delta variant. 
A surge of cases has pushed many hospitals to the brink. Extra nurses and doctors have been pulled in from FEMA and the military, and in the last week, Colorado's patient levels have appeared to start declining a bit. We could see numbers go back up, though, because with the Thanksgiving holiday, not all hospitals have been reporting their latest info to the state. The total on COVID cases as of Friday is that there were 1,504 patients being treated, down about 23 from Thursday. ICU and acute care beds still 90% occupied, and Colorado's test positivity rate is over 11%. Vaccination and booster clinics being expanded over the coming week. Ironically, one of the biggest in the state is at the Douglas County Fairgrounds, the same community where mask mandates have been outlawed. Extra vaccination clinics being added in almost all of Colorado's 64 counties. I'm Jim Williams. There's an update on an Elbert County traffic crash that claimed two lives Friday morning. The drivers partially identified as a 27-year-old man from Denver and a 26-year-old man from Elizabeth. A Hyundai being driven by the Denver resident began drifting off the right side of State Highway 86. State Patrol and Sheriff's Office says when the driver corrected to get back on the road, he veered into oncoming traffic, colliding head-on with the Elizabeth man's Ford Mustang. The Avalanche were looking to bounce back last night after Friday's loss to Dallas and hosted the Nashville Predators. Miko Rantanen scored a hat trick, and the Avs grabbed a 6-2 win. College football, lots of embarrassment in Fort Collins Saturday. Coach Steve Adazio got called twice for unsportsmanlike conduct and thrown out of the game. The Rams finished their season 3-9, and nine, being whacked by the Wolfpack from Nevada, 52-10. to 10. And this afternoon at 2, the Broncos host the L.A. Chargers, including former Eaton High School star running back Austin Eckler. Denver linebacker Bradley Chubb has been activated for the first time this season. I'm Ted Werbin. Twas the night before Christmas and... There's no time for poems. Santa is coming. He's coming here? Of course. Santa never misses Christmas at Gaylord Rockies. Hurry, check the speed of the snow tubing hill at Glacier Point. Taste the treats over at the gingerbread decorating corner. Oh, make sure the Cirque Dreams holidays performers perfect their flips. How many pounds of snow do we have? Uh, three million. What about the new event? All 12 interactive challenges in Mission Safe Christmas featuring Elf are ready to go. Come see so much Christmas. Tickets and overnight packages at Christmas at GaylordRockies.com. American Financing is the lender you want on your side when it comes to buying a home. From custom home loans to competitive rates and everything in between, you can trust them to find you the best deal. They're local to Colorado, and they partner with some of the best real estate agents around. Call 303-695-7000. That's 303-695-7000. Or visit AmericanFinancing.net. NMLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. Tyler here at Hornback Landscaping and Junk Removal LLC. We take care of all of your landscaping needs. New landscape and hardscape install, maintenance, snow removal, fall and spring cleanup. We also do junk and trash haul away as well. We are your one-stop shop for anything outdoors. We pride ourselves in quality from start to finish. That means communication, customer service and final product. We want you to take as much pride in your yard as we do in our work. Come check us out at hornbacklandscaping.com. You can also contact us at 970-966-5665 or at hornbacklandscaping at gmail.com. Thank you. Hi, I'm Joey Jaquint, and I'm here to help you protect and build your wealth so you and your family can live your best life no matter what the world throws at you. Great. Another financial guy telling us to sell our gold and silver. Nope, not with me. I encourage hard assets, and I know a great place to buy gold and silver. Well, I'm sure you operate with high fees and commissions. Just the opposite. We pride ourselves with some of the lowest fees and commissions in the industry. Most financial guys are only interested in what they want to sell and don't want to listen to our customers, and we have some of the most educated listeners in the country. And once they 
make the sale, we never hear from them again. Not with me. I grow with my customers and check with them every quarter to ensure all of their goals are being met and to make sure that they have all the coverage they need as their life changes. Do you handle life and long-term care insurance as well? You bet we do. And the younger you are, when you get this coverage, the lower the cost. I'm Joe Jaquin, and I'm not just Joey's dad. I'm his client. When it comes to your financial well-being, deal with a name you can trust. Call Joey at 602-909-9048 or email joey.jaquin at nm.com. Hello, friends. This is Bradley Dean, show host for the Sons of Liberty. If you're serious in bringing today's injustices to resolve, understanding, of course, that justice guards our liberties, there's only two places in which to bring you, the Bible and the U.S. Constitution. Join me on KHNC 1360 AM every weekday at 8 p.m., Saturdays at 5 to 7 p.m., and Sundays from 6 to 8 p.m. Welcome back for the third hour of the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church Program. I'm Rick Rodriguez. I'm the founder of the Olive Tree and, and Lampstand Ministry, and I did not find, found the ministry because I had a, an objective, a plan for anything other than obeying the Lord and talking about uh, in the last two hours before I before I go on I should say for the previous part all of the these programs are archived on the olive tree ministry program uh, archived here on the podcast at 1360khnc.com I've got three thoughts going on here. So, for anything archived, 1360khnc.com. I do a program through the week from 2 to 3, Monday through Thursday, here on 1360khnc, The Present Truth. And Peter, in 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 12, talks about all the things that God has given us. And we live in that present truth. We have grace available to us. Love, joy. We live in a truth every day. And there is a present truth about the time in which we live in. The present truth is we're at the end of the world. The present truth we're in the time of birth pains. The birth pains, according to Matthew and Luke and Mark, are pains, are things that happen in the society societies of the world 
that are indicating something is going to happen in the near future something is going to be born something is being birthed something is going to happen and the present truth is that we have to be prepared and plan for what's coming spiritually it's vital to spiritually have your anchors have be grounded in Christ in the word I hate to talk like this it just seems so religious but the fact is the scripture is clear in the prophecies of the Bible of what's coming the purpose of my ministry has always been just I realized one day it was prophetic it was about prophecies at the end of the world it wasn't about just the love of Christ it wasn't about the blessings that God gives his children and the protections and how to live in the world how to raise a family to handle finances but along with all that specifically I didn't realize that part of my calling is to inform God's children that we're going to close this age down we're going to end this dispensation we're going to close down the sixth day of the prophecy of the book of Revelation of, of the book of Genesis we are going to uh, watch the Antichrist come to power if we are we're alive in the next six eight years uh, in the next couple of years we're going to see the Antichrist come to power we're going to watch the nations begin to go mad one of the signs of not holding the knowledge of God in your mind is insanity you go you go mad you think you're sane but you're mad and the people that were living 50 years ago if they were to come from the dead be brought up to the world today they would know this culture in America has gone completely insane the nations are mad they're doomed we are here to stand according to Revelation chapter 11 God has a people that are going to stand stand firm no matter what comes at them no matter what changes take place in their lives they are going to stand and they're going to testify they're going to testify that the world is evil and that the judgment of God when they come are righteous there needs to be righteous judgments 
need to come to the rulers of this world, to the societies of this world, to the evil of the world. Evil, just like the Lord said in the days of Noah, so shall it be in the time of the coming of the Son of Man. The nations were sin was worldwide. Sin had reached the, the floor of heaven. Well, at the same time, at the end of the world, sin will be, the whole world will be steeped, dipped, underwater, you might say, in sin, to the point where Isaiah, or was it Jeremiah, said that the earth is going to, to move left and right, back and forth on its axis. It won't completely tip over, but it's rocking left and right, as if it's a drunk. That's the power that sin will have on the physical earth. You think it's just going to affect people. No. It actually affects God's earth. So, in the last hour, I covered the matter of being called. It's important to know your calling, to know why you've been apprehended. And for those who want to be responsible, want to be pastors, or be at the head of or the, in the spotlight of what's coming, I'm going to give you a warning. Be really careful. Be really careful because if you make these decisions in your flesh, if you make these decisions in your soul, God will allow it. If you do this outside of the counsel of the Holy Spirit, if the Holy Spirit isn't going to lead you into any type of position of power, then it's going to cost you. Personally, you're going to suffer what you're going to suffer. But I'm concerned about what it's going to cost those around you. One thing that the Lord taught me, starting in the 80s and the 90s, that the decisions I make do affect people around me. And with the doctrine and the theology and the eschatology that I present, I have to be careful because having a wrong doctrine, like we are going to be raptured out of the world. We're going to thank God we're going to be raptured out of here before the tribulation comes. See, if I have that wrong doctrine, then what happens is when you're not raptured out of the world, you're going to remember where you received your teaching. That is not my teaching. But if I teach that, it will be. You're not going to be raptured out of here. Prepare for the long race. Don't run the short race. Don't prepare for a short race. Prepare for the long race. How do you do that? It's going to take the Holy Spirit. He has to 
anchor you in your thinking. Number one, by His power, He's going to have to open your eyes. And revelation comes from God. Revelation is from Him. If you don't want to receive the truth, God has to obey your request. If you don't want to know the truth, God will oblige you. Isaiah 66 says, I speak to my people, I try to instruct my people, but they didn't want to hear what I had to say. So, I will get to choose their deception. I will pick how they're going to be deceived. If you want God to pick your deception, just refuse not to want to know the truth. If you want to know the truth about the rapture, ask the Lord Jesus. I want to know the truth, Lord. Is this, am I believing a lie? I've looked at all the script. I know I have for years friends, many friends, that have taken the old teachings coming from the 1800s about the charisma, the parousia, and all these type of teachings. <clears throat> and they can really twist to get you to believe. And I, I was at one time a pre-trib believer until I really began to pray and I heard somebody say that we're not going to be taken out and I, be say, I began to say Lord and the Lord opened my eyes concerning America America is not the Bible I spent three, four months Time Magazine, Newsweek News and World Report uh Atlantic Monthly, I, I went through all these low, these monthly and weekly papers back in the early late 70s, early 80s to see, could America be in the Bible? And one thing I got out of it, I thought, wait a minute. We're the greatest military power at that time, greater than Russia, greater than China. Our economy was so powerful that there was no economy more powerful than ours. But then I started to study our culture, like I studied the cultures of Egypt, the cultures of Greece, of Rome, of England. American culture is so powerful that it is, it is polluting the whole world, polluting the world with at one time it was, uh, I forget if it was Sweden or I forget which nation was, the porno was coming out of uh, a European nation. No, no, now it's the United States. Our culture, our McDonald's, our Burger King, our Taco Bell, just as, as uh, uh, food industries, international, everything about America is international. People want to be American. They want to dress like Americans. They want to eat like Americans. They want to act like Americans. They want to be part of our culture. This culture is demonic. This culture has become demonic. Why? Because of the influence of the children of God in the society. 
and I don't mean just evangelical churches. I mean the Catholic, Lutheran, Greeks. Because the family of God is dysfunctional, the nation has become dysfunctional. Because the family of God has no power, and no light, no killing effect. We're no longer salt. We have become a fallen culture. There is no way to recover this culture. This culture, this nation, is going to be judged. We live in this society, in this nation. The truth is, we have adjustments that we as a body of believers in this great land, we have to make adjustments. The adjustments, yes, we can change how we spend our money, where we live. We can make these type of uh, uh, adjustments overtly. But God in the scripture makes it clear. The adjustments have to be in the thinking. Has to be in the head. The adjustments that God is making as he is calling and numbering his army. He is mustering his army. What he's doing as he's numbering is he's looking at where you are in your thinking, where we are intellectually, not just intellectually, but in our thinking. The changes that are going to take place have to be in our religious world. We all have a religious world in our in our thinking. That is where, when the Christ came, he wept. He got so frustrated one day. He's with Martha and Mary. And Lazarus, Lazarus dies. And he tells them, he says, Do you know who I am? They say, Yeah, Lord, you're the Messiah. And we know at the end day, you're going to raise up Lazarus. And the Lord is saying, no, no. I am here. I have the power to raise him from the dead. But they didn't get it. He's working on their thinking. He, as eternal life, as the Messiah, they recognized it, but they didn't understand the power. And it it, it, it just it was frustrating to him. I think there is very little that will cause a person to cry or to weep or to break them down emotionally. Nothing is more powerful than frustration. People go mad because they're frustrated. Grown men who would never break down in public because of frustration, they will come apart. The thinking and what God is doing, I'm, I'm telling you, I'm telling this audience, I know I have the mind of Christ on what I'm telling you. God's work right now is in your thinking. God's work, the work of the Holy Spirit, is to is going to be in your mind to get you to see things the way 
that they need to be seen. Now, I'm going to go back to this thought about America. We are a society. We're achievers. We like to overachieve. We like uh, to be, you know, we, we want to be successful, driven to success. You cannot bring that spirit into the church of Christ. God is going to build His church, but it's not through might, it's not through power, but it's through His Spirit. And God puts people in positions of responsibility as He chooses, as He desires. But because men want to be successful, they will... They see... There's uh, many things, money to be made, positions. I said that to say this. One thing God is, He's a God of boundaries. He puts boundaries to the right, left, to the front, back, above and below. And His desire is to keep us in the boundaries because when we get out of the boundaries that God sets for us, we cause problems for God and we bring hardships to ourselves. There in, I think it's in Jeremiah, there is a path that the lion and the whelps travel on. Lions travel the same route month to month, year to year, because they know where they're going to be able to forage. It is that way, spiritually speaking, with each of us. There is a path that we do not want to be on. On that path is the devil and the children of the devil. I'm bringing it down to the earthly level. God, if we pray that God keeps us off that path, that the devil and the spirits hunt. They're looking for those to deceive, looking for those they can destroy. We should pray, Lord, I want to stay in my boundaries. I want to stay out of the path that the enemy is on. I don't want to be a casualty. I don't want to be a victim. These type of prayers protect us. As God began to show me my boundaries, it really helped settle me down in any ambition that I might have. I would say honestly, I have had very little ambition in my ministry. I have always waited for the Lord to move me. Some people in the past kind of wanted to give me a word, kind of scold me, that I need to be more aggressive, that I need to be more active, I need to push harder. And I never felt good about that. I had friends that had that attitude. They are no longer in ministry. They are now disqualified. Some are dead. I don't want to disqualify myself. So I've always had this 
like I presented these points in the last hour. Number one, God is sovereign. Number two, God gives us our inheritance. He gave Israel their inheritance. It's going to be theirs for always. But God gives us our inheritance. What we're to have, what we need, we have to be content with that. Then God puts sanctions, negative and positive sanctions. If we're out of control, God may bring hardship to us. He's a God of sanctions. The best example is Donald Trump. He used economic sanctions on all the nations of the Middle East, on China. He was very successful. He was taking biblical principles in the Bible. And those principles worked. It was making America great. It would have been greater, but in the plan that God had, Donald Trump was used as an example of what could happen in this country. But he cannot stop prophecy. Prophecy has to be fulfilled. The country could not be great. It had to eventually began its demise. We are in the demise of the great nation, Babylon. We're in the demise. We can't stop it. So with, I never did have the spirit of ambition through all these years of ministry. I waited for the Lord to direct me, to move me. And in the meantime, the Lord would put me with the right people that had, I would learn through them. I would understand uh, different things, not just about ministry, but just life. But I would see God, and God would use me with them, with pastors, with other pastors. I was able to use my giftings to assist them in their ministries, but I never was allowed to be part of their ministries. I could assist them, but I could not be part of what they were doing. It was theirs. We'll be right back. Hello, friends. This is Bradley Dean, show host for the Sons of Liberty. Join me on KHNC 1360 AM every weekday at 8 p.m., Saturdays at 5 to 7 p.m., and Sundays from 6 to 8 p.m. Hey, Chris Lewis here with My Favorite Gunsmith at MyFavoriteGunsmith.com, 970-776-0258. At My Favorite Gunsmith, all I do is repair firearms. I love freedom more than guns, but the only thing that separates a free man from a slave is firearm ownership. I would only add that it needs to work. All of my guns work. Do yours? Find out. 970-776-0258. My Favorite Gunsmith at MyFavoriteGunsmith.com. That's 970-776-0258. Reasons to own gold. Reason number one. Culturally, the golden rule is treating others as you want to be treated. But financially, the golden rule is those that have the gold make the rules. When you retire, make sure you can write your rules. Call the Patriot Trading Group at 800-951-0592 or visit our website at allamericangold.com. There's a little log cabin nestled in the Colorado Rockies, cozy, secluded, 
And it's just for pets. Happy Trails Pet Spa and Resort. No bipeds allowed. Happy Tails, I mean trails. Pet Spa and Resort is all the comforts of home with the luxury of a spa and resort. The 35 services available from basic boarding to bed buddies and belly rubs to massage therapy. Uh, beware, though, this kind of treatment may change your dog's personality. When you end up bringing him the Sunday paper to read, don't say we didn't warn you. Oh, you just need a warm-up spike? Happy Trails Pet Spa and Resort is the gold standard for pet lodging and boarding. Ultra clean and safe and upscale. With individual suites, with TV, webcam, private backyard, even patio homes. And 24-hour on-site care. A first for Northern Colorado. Call right now for a complimentary day of boarding plus a free shampoo. 663-PAWS. 663-PAWS. Happy Trails Pet Spa and Resort for dogs and cats. Off I-25 and Crossroads just north of Centera. Do you need your fireplace clean? Not sure if your fireplace is working right or not sure if the fireplace is efficient. Call Abundant Flame at 970-966-0217 to schedule your appointment. We service all brands of gas fireplaces, freestanding and built-ins, pellet stoves, wood fireplaces, and electric fireplaces. Visit us at Abundant-Flame or call 970-966-0217. The globalists say resistance is futile. Will you choose to accept your slavery or declare your liberty? Find out how on Pac-Man and the Rev, Saturdays from 1 to 2. Sometimes the truth hurts. Oh, a happy day. Oh, a happy day. Oh, a happy day. When Jesus The final half hour of today's program, the uh, podcast, 1360khnc.com, podcast section to the Olive Tree program. Now, I was going to also say that uh, this is a 440... Let's see, I became a believer in, gave my life to the Lord in 1974. So that's roughly 46 years. And one lesson I've learned, the main lesson, is to wait on the Lord, let Him be sovereign, let Him move you forward. If you try to self uh, what's the word? Elevate. Sometimes it will cost you. Many times. I've always waited on the Lord. Like in 1988, the Lord told me I would have a ministry. I didn't pursue it. I waited. 2001, the Lord told me, now. Now you begin your ministry. He gave me the name of the ministry, the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry. He told me the exact day, June the 2nd. He told me, your ministry begins at sundown. Right after sundown, your ministry has begun. It was on the Sabbath. 
He's been very specific about the things that have happened in my life. He's always counseled me because I desire His counsel. Above all things, I desire the counsel of the Lord. I don't, uh, yes, in America, I'll give you an example. I used to wrestle in high school. And one thing I did not have is I did not have a killer instinct. I didn't care whether I would win or lose. My first year, I lost every match except for one I tied. The next year, I won 50% of my matches. And then later, and after the uh, matches were over in my sophomore year and junior year, I'd always take oranges and things like that. And I'd go up and greet the guy that just beat me, that pinned me, and I'd give him an orange. And we'd talk, we'd become good friends. It never did beat most of them. But I finally, years later, one of the uh, wrestlers I used to wrestle wrestle with, he was a year older, he couldn't figure me out, and he I met him, oh, I ran into him like 10 years after we graduated, and he told me, he says, you know, Ricky, we were always trying to get you, you could have been a better wrestler, but you just didn't have the killer instinct. You, you always gave oranges to your opponents, and you would congratulate them for beating you. I didn't have the killer instinct. Well, that has been my Christian life. I have the killer instinct when I see people that are in trouble, where they're being attacked by the devil. That's when the killer instinct comes out. This is when prayer begins. This is when God will give me words. Uh, Like with the men that are in ministry that are not, should not, and have not been called to ministry, I have no problem saying, these men need to go. They have no business being responsible in the family of God. They're not there by God. I don't want them there by God. I pray that these people, that God moves them out. In Longmont, I prayed, a couple of them out. Denver, another one out. When I know, if I'm in an assembly and I know the person is not of God, I pray. I pray, remove them, Lord, and God does. The ones that are of God, pastors that I know, I pray for them. They are there by the hand of God, by the will of God, ordained of God, called by God. Those are the ones I pray for. The others, I ask the Lord to bounce them. Another one in Lafayette, big church. Guys there, I prayed a guy out. I said, Lord, this man, not called by you, gone. This is the attitude that the overcomers have to have toward the things of God. You have to have the killer instinct. you got to be careful. Make sure it's the Lord. Make sure you have the word. Concerning the evil and the evil doctrines in the body of Christ. I don't have any problem 
with people that believe these type of things, telling them that they're off. I don't have any problem with that. When it comes to God and His children, the people that He loves, the people that He died for, that He is concerned about, that's my concern. That's who I'm for. Those that are closed-minded, that don't want to learn, that are unteachable, I put them in the hands of God. There's nothing I can do. I let the Lord bring positive or negative sanctions on them. God is sovereign. I uh, have the program I was going to get to today. It's about... Uh, a consumption that is coming to the world. There is a consumption that has already begun. It's coming in through the viruses, coming in through these biological weapons. These are being allowed by God. We can't stop them. On my program on Wednesday, Thursday, no, no, Wednesday's program. Anthony Fauci. The Lord Jesus said, He told John, He gave John a revelation, Revelation chapter 6, about the viruses and the plagues, diseases that were coming. These are the judgments of fallen man upon mankind. Anthony Fauci is going to continue to be the spokesman for a while in that world of virology. You can't stop him. Many want him to be judged. They want him to be taken out. They want him to be fired. You see, God says in the prophecies, there are going to be these viruses, these diseases, these plagues, and they're going to come in through men. Well, Fauci is just doing what he's supposed to do. He has been part of it, has funded it, is an insider in it. We can't stop it. The, a consumption is coming upon the world, but the greater consumption is up the roadways. There's a greater consumption coming. Something evil like the world has never seen before. That was my program for today. But I just felt to present my concerns about what's happening with men in ministry. I began the program by talking about many of the pastors under 45 45% of those under 45 roughly are thinking they're going to retire, resign from ministry because they, the pressure's too much. They're worn out physically. Well, if you wear out physically, because it's because you might not have been called by God. You don't have the grace. 
your assemblies, people aren't coming. You're not making the income that you want to make to have a nice home, nice car, dress the way you want. That your kids have good schooling. With those that are 45 and older, mainstream, the big churches, there are some that are retiring, like 33%. They're just, now they're having to work. Now they're having to visit the sick. Help people uh, with wisdom, because people don't have wisdom on what to do. So they're going to the pastors. In the evangelical churches, there aren't, over 45 years of age there are also some that are beginning to retire and I say that those people that are not called by God good good I see the hand of God in it I see the Lord moving nationwide I'm just looking at America good now in their place we don't want the wolves to come in. We have to pray the wolves. God keeps them out, and God puts those in these positions that need to be there for a while. But eventually, the direction that the churches are going to go is they're going to get smaller, 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 smaller. <clears throat> they're going to be, eventually, where two or three gather, Christ will be with them. Little family churches. Nobody knows about what's going on. Only God. The government doesn't need to know. Government, uh, you know, the technology that you're seeing, a panoptic age, all seeing, all hearing. This is the only way Satan can be omnipotent omnipresent through technology. God doesn't need it. The kingdom of the devil has to be all-seeing, all-hearing. It takes technology. The devil doesn't have the capacity, the ability that God has. God is taking care of billions of people that are in the body of Christ that are born again. And he's taking care of each one individually. You have the Holy Spirit. He is in you. He can counsel you, direct you, protect you, encourage you. Everything you need in your personality, He is there. You just have to ask. You ask, seek, knock, He's there. It's one of the one of the uh, articles in the Constitution of the Kingdom of Heaven. Ask, it shall be given. Seek, ye shall find. Knock, the door shall be opened. It's one of the articles in the Constitution of the Kingdom of Heaven. Matthew chapter 5, 6, and 7. Judges, we are a royal priesthood. We're priests. God doesn't do anything without His priests. This was part of my message for today. I'll go ahead and move into it. 
in Israel, Israel was never allowed by the priests of God, the kings of Israel were never allowed to expand Israel's borders. The priests would never allow it. The priests would never allow King David or any of the kings to try to take over the lands of other nations because the priests knew that Israel had been given their inheritance. The priests, if there was sickness, the priests were the ones that the people went to. And the priests had to examine the lepers. And if there was a some type of a plague in the land, the priests were the ones who addressed the children of Israel. The prophets would come and tell the children of Israel why the plague had come. Generally, always, it was because of sins, disobedience, uh, serving other gods. It was the priest slash prophet. Samuel was a seer, priest. He was a, a, a priest prophet. He, on the order that God gave him, he set King, De King Saul in position. Saul didn't just get elected. Samuel went. God told Samuel what to do. Samuel presented Saul to the children of Israel and then gave the children of Israel a prophetic word. This is the kind of king you're going to have. This is what he's going to be like. He's going to use you. He's going to use your children. He's going to use your wealth. Your sons are going to be his military. He's going to do what he wants. He's not going to be a blessing to you. He's going to be a curse. Then eventually, Samuel anoints David. The priest. We as priests in this country, we're a royal priesthood. And in that royal priesthood, there are the men and women in the prophetic world who give direction. You know, within the assemblies, if these men in the assemblies understood the sanctions of God, they would know that the government is is trying to kill people through these vaxes, these jabs. But the men are, are it's hard for them to because of five oh one C three, because they have an agreement with the government, it restricts them to what they can do. You know, uh in March of this year, uh, Billy Graham's son, I forgot his first name, he basically said that if Christ were here, Christ would have the Christians be vaccinated. Franklin. I read that and I thought, we've really 
really don't understand the ways of God. It's the priests of this land, the prophets of this land, that have the answers to the problems. It is the godly men in the assemblies that have the answers for their uh, congregations. We're going to be right back. We're going to finish out the hour. Rick Rodriguez. Happy Trails Pet Spa and Resort. All the comforts of home and world-class pet care. 30 services available. Daycare and boarding to belly rubs and massages. We have immediate availability. Ultra clean and safe with individual suites and webcams. Book now and mention KHNC and get a 5% discount. Happy Trails Pet Spa and Resort for dogs and cats. Just off I-25 and Crossroads. Northern Colorado's place for pets. Call us at 970-663-PAWS. That's 970-663-7897. Hi, my name is Anita McAllister. I'm a Northern Colorado-based Medicare specialist. Right now is annual enrollment, which goes until December 7th. And what I like to do is help people walk through the maze of Medicare. It is confusing. You can reach me at 970-515-6882, and my email is anita at anitamcallister.com. Hi, this is Mike Morris, owner of Warriors Revolution Tactical in Longmont. At Warriors Revolution, we have the largest selection of tactical gear and ammo in northern Colorado. But what many people may not know is that we now sell firearms. And even despite the recent run on firearms and ammunition, we have plenty of product in the store, including ARs, AKs, Glocks, SIGs, HK, and more. And don't forget all the bulk ammunition at the best prices in town. Need to do a private firearms transfer? We can do that, too. I am a veteran of the United States Marine Corps, and our team is made up of veterans and security experts, not a bunch of salesmen. Our team is trained and fought with much of the actual equipment we sell. And one thing you should know is that we support the foundations and principles this great country was founded upon. So if you need tactical gear, ammo, firearms, AR parts or upgrades, and even survival accessories, stop by and visit us on Ken Pratt Boulevard and Bowen Street in Longmont, or visit warriorsrevolution.com. That's warriorsrevolution.com. 1360 KHNC.com has CBD products. Click on the shop button and get yours today. Just go to 1360KHNC.com slash shop. The CBD on our website is 99% pure, all natural, no pesticides, non-GMO, is grown organically right here in Colorado, and is 100% THC free. Oh, and did you know ours is the lowest price CBD anywhere in northern Colorado? For all your CBD needs, just log on to 1360KHNC.com slash shop. With the holidays upon us, consider giving the gift of high-quality beef that supports local ranchers and doesn't break the bank. High Country Custom Beef is your local beef partner from the Ely Ranch northwest of Steamboat Springs. Backed by the experience of five generations of cattle ranchers, you can buy high-quality Angus beef in either bulk packages or holiday box sets, direct from us, the ranchers. This holiday season, give the gift of beef at hccbeef.com. That's hccbeef.com. High Country Custom Beef. And we are finishing another three-hour program. The podcasts are on 1360khnc.com. So, another program. And my contact information is 
Olive Tree Ministry, P.O. Box 872, Longmont, Colorado, 80502. And that's Longmont, 872, I'm sorry, P.O. Box 872, Longmont, 80502. I do thank everybody for your prayers. Thank you. Uh, you don't know how important prayers are. They're really vital at this time. Protection is vital. God gives you boundaries to the right, left, front, back, above and below. Stay in the boundaries that God has set for you. Don't go out of those boundaries. If you accidentally go out of those boundaries, just unknowingly, God covers it. But if God gives you an order to not do this or to do that, if you do, then watch out. The evil one may have ground to uh, attack you. You don't want attacks. You want to be protected. And uh, also, and thank those who support me financially. Again, thank you very much. I really appreciate the financial support also. Prayer, financial, everything is vital in the kingdom of heaven. The program uh, next week, I'm going to talk probably about the coming consumption. The coming uh, destruction that God is going to bring upon the God-haters. They can't avoid it. They know it's coming. They're vindictive. They know the Bible. They know the Bible better than we do. They know what they can get away with because they know what the Bible allows them to do. Some of the devil worshipers in some of the churches, they give 10%. They support the pastor, whatever. They even preach the gospel. They do not want people to be baptized in water. That's one thing they do not want. They do not... Christians can be born again. People can be born again. But once they're born again, they want to make sure the people are not baptized in water. That they're baptized in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. They don't want that. Because they know the power of water baptism. They also, those that have had the power, well, the power of water baptism, they don't want them to receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. So they operate in the giftings of the Holy Spirit, which are the weapons that God has given us to protect ourselves with. So, we're done with today's program. God bless you. God bless your week. God bless your families. God keep you. God protect you. God keep you in the boundaries that He has placed for you for protection and for His glory. God bless you. Talk to you maybe Monday. See you next week. Loveland PE Gun Show, December 11th and 12th, has two giveaways from Zip Guns. A Springfield Hellcat on Saturday and an AR-15 on Sunday. Guns, ammo, knives, military surplus, self-defense products, and much more. Located off of I-25 and Highway 34 West at the outlets at Loveland. Buy, sell, and trade, and $50 CCW classes on Saturday and Sunday. See PEShows.com to register. That's PEShows.com. See you at the show.
You're listening to the Roar of the Rockies, KHNC, 1360 AM, Johnstown, Greeley, Lovell.